0: unto God. We're going to honor his word today. We're going to we're going to turn to the book of Psalm, uh the Psalms chapter 146, Psalms chapter 146 verse 5. Psalm 146 verse 5. The Bible simply says, "Happy is he that hath the God of Jacob for his help, whose hope is in the Lord, his God. I want to move on and I want to read Psalm 23, verse 1. We're going to read Psalm 23 as well. God wants to talk to us about hope today. The Bible says in Psalm 23, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me. I'm thankful for that today. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Verse six, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I want to read one more portion of scripture before we We go into the word today, Psalms one, Psalms one, amen. The Bible says in Psalm chapter one, verses one through six, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night verse 3 in his he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season his leaf also shall not wither and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper the ungodly are not so but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. Finally, verse six, for the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. And my subject, amen, here for today, just a few moments in time is simply this, hope for your house, hope for your house. Does anybody believe that Jesus wants to bring hope Amen. For your house, why don't you just lift your hand unto the Lord and just wave and just, just signify to the Lord. I believe that. Lord, you have hope for me today. You have hope for my household. Let's pray one more time. Lord, we worship you. We thank you for your presence. Lord God, in your presence, there is fullness of joy. And at your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore, Lord. Lord God, we call upon you, Lord, for in you alone, Lord Jesus, there is everlasting hope. Lord God, we look to you today because, Lord, we have decided we're not going to lean into our own understanding, but we're going we're gonna to trust you with all of our heart, Lord God. Lord God, we're going to acknowledge you in all of our ways, and you're going to direct our path, and we give you thanks and praise today. We claim the hope that you have for us In Jesus' name, let's clap our hands unto the Lord and thank him today. Lord Jesus, we praise you. We thank you. We believe you, Lord God, for hope today. We honor your great name. We applaud you for you alone are God. You alone are victorious today. You alone are the God of hope. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. I'm thankful for the hope of God today. I'm thankful for a God who never sleeps and never slumbers. I want to tell someone here today that what we're dealing with here in 2020, which has been a surprising year, but what we're dealing with in the, with the coronavirus and with COVID-19 has not a been surprised God at all. I want you to know that him and those who call upon his name are on his radar. He knows the plight of man. He knows man's conditions here today. Amen. And he, 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 he. He wants you and I to know that we are on his mind. Amen. He wants to be on our mind today, but he wants you and I to know that we are on his mind. He has not forsaken us. Amen. David said in Psalms, he said, I was young and now I'm old and yet... I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. I want to say that again. Amen. He said, I have never seen the righteous. That's the key word here today. I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. I understand here today that there are people, amen, who are dealing with fear. There are people dealing with anxiety. There are people who have lost jobs. There are people who are dealing with health challenges. Amen. But God wants us to hear his word today where he says, amen, hey I will not fake forsake the righteous. I will not allow the righteous to be begging for bread. God wants somebody to know today that he is going to take care of you. He has never failed. It is impossible for God to lie and it is impossible for God to fail. So if his word says, uh, I will not forsake the righteous, uh, the righteous will not be begging for bread. uh, We can take his word to the bank uh, and we can count on it today. Hallelujah, come on somebody, clap your hands and give him praise today. Type amen if you're believing that. Amen, God wants us to know that we can count on his word. Hallelujah, hallelujah. He said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging for bread. God has a plan for the righteous. God has a purpose for the righteous. And let me just say here today, he meant to make it clear. He meant that the righteous are not some exclusive group. Uh, Hallelujah. But God, it is God's will. It is not God's will that any man should perish, Uh, but it is God's will that all come to repentance. Uh, What is repentance? Repentance Repentance is turning from sin unto righteousness. So repentance is turning from sin unto righteousness. Why is repentance so important to God? We just heard in the other scripture. He meant what David said, that I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed. He meant begging for bread. He meant God's wanting the righteous story to be everybody's story. That's what repentance is all about. The Bible says that the angels in heaven rejoice when one sinner repents. Hallelujah. Amen. So something happens when we turn from sin, something happens in heaven. Something happens in earth. Something happens in the spirit world. When we turn from sin and say, Lord, I'm sorry, please forgive me. I was living according to my own will. I was living according to my own way, but now I'm turning my heart to you. Something happens. Amen. In the spirit world, in heaven and in earth, when we turn from sin and turn towards God. The angels in heaven rejoice when we turn from sin and turn towards God. Heaven has a party. Come on now. If heaven's having a party, that means that heaven's party is wanting to connect with you on earth. Amen. He's wanted to bring you joy on earth. Hallelujah, there is a Bible correlation throughout the scriptures uh, between righteousness and peace. The Bible says in Psalms that righteousness and peace has kissed each other. Amen, righteousness and peace are companions. Hallelujah, and so with righteousness, we receive peace. In righteousness, we receive provision. Whoo! my God, have mercy. And in righteousness, we have a party you can have a party right now. Come on, while the world is getting depressed, uh, while the world is being fearful, while the world uh, and God cares about the world. uh, Jesus said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son uh, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Uh, The Lord cares about the world. But how he cares about the world Is the world turning to him in repentance? Is the world turning, amen, from sin? unto righteousness, uh, amen, because God knows uh, that sin ravages lives, uh, amen, sin tears apart lives, uh, sin distorts and, 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 and it it corrodes our minds, it destroys marriages, sin destroys families, uh, sin destroys finances, uh, sin destroys, uh, amen, emotional self-esteem, uh, amen, and God understands that repentance is leaving sin that destroys and heading towards righteousness that restores. Hear me today. The Lord knows that repentance is what causes humanity to leave sin that destroys and go towards righteousness that restores. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I want to be restored today. Amen. I want to take back everything that the devil's tried to steal from my life. I don't know about you, but I pray that hope is filling him your living room right now as we hear the word of the Lord. God is wanting you to know that wherever you are and whatever you are dealing with, he meant it can turn around today. You can have hope today. The hope of God for your life and the hope of God for your house is found in repentance. It's found in repentance. And that's what God is calling us here to do. What repentance does as well, and what repentance does, is it takes you and I from being on the outskirts of God. You ever feel distant from God? You ever feel like you wondered if God wasn't hearing your prayer? You ever wonder if you feel like God, you know, I wonder if God even cares about me. Does God even know my name? Does God even notice what I'm dealing with, what I'm going through, what I'm concerned about, yes, he does. But you see, what we got to understand is why God is so adamant about this thing called repentance. It's because sin brings sorrow. Sin brings destruction. Sin brings confusion. Sin brings so many things. Amen. And those things, they ravage our lives, but they also cannot enter into heaven. And so God wants you to know, he he his plan of repentance is to for us to leave that destruction and so that he can restore relationship with us. He wants to flood your life with his love today. He wants to flood your life with his peace. And the hope we have is in repentance. It's turning back to God. It's turning in prayer. Amen. Three scriptures that I've already mentioned here today. Amen. There are many more. I don't have time to go through them all today. Amen. But there, but for repentance, it brings uh, peace. Uh, repentance brings provision. Uh, and repentance Starts a party in heaven, amen, and we can have that party. Jesus prayed, he teaches us in the Lord's prayer, amen, to pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. What's in heaven? There's peace in heaven. There's joy in heaven. There's righteousness in heaven. There's holiness in heaven. There's restoration. Come on, somebody. Everybody who's ever died in the Lord from sickness or disease or whatever, in heaven, they are fully restored. Any kind of brokenness in heaven is fully restored. And Jesus said, he teaches us to pray in the Lord's prayer, thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. That's what Jesus wants to bring. That's the hope for our house today is that Jesus would bring the kingdom of God from heaven to earth. David talked about and gives such a powerful picture That is one of the most beloved chapters in the Bible in Psalm 23. Amen. When he talks about the Lord being his shepherd, amen, with that denotation, uh, he's he's identifying himself as a sheep who's dependent upon the Lord as his shepherd. And he says, I shall not want that. It means that I will lack so that as long as I'm a sheep following after Jesus, walking closely after Jesus, I will not lack anything. I will find everything I need because my supply, my provision, my peace is connected to my proximity to Jesus. He says he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. It denotes calmness, peace, comfort. He leads me beside the still waters, refreshing. God wants to refresh your life. He restores my soul. The thing about that word, restoreth, is that in order for someone to be restored or something to be restored, it it means that at one point had it been broken. At one point, it had to have lost its luster. At one point, it had to have lost its purpose, its power. You know, I, I, I like cool cars, vintage cars, and my dream cars that have a 63 Chevy Impala convertible. So if you're out there and you want to bless Pastor Ford, hey, you know, I'll receive that blessing in Jesus' name. But I love cool cars. and, and so, But something that people talk about with vintage cars is, is that as they're working on it, they're restoring its back to its beautiful prime, Amen. And that's what God wants to do to our souls. David said unto the Lord in Psalm 23 that he restores my soul. My restoration is connected to my proximity with God. And here it is. He leads me in paths of righteousness. The Lord leads me He wants to lead you and I in paths of righteousness for his namesake. There's this connection with righteousness. Are we we seeing this here today? God's giving us the key. If if you've been wondering around this past week, what am I going to do with my life? What am I going to do with the way things are? What am I going to do with my business? What am I going to do with my finances? What am I going to do? Here's what we do we make the Lord our shepherd. We make the Lord our shepherd. We become sheep. Sheep aren't the brightest of creatures, and that that takes a big old piece of humble pie to admit that about ourselves. I have to eat a big old piece of humble pie to admit, hey amen, that I'm just a sheep and that I don't have everything figured out. I have to eat a big old piece of humble pie every day and say, Lord, I can't do this on my own. I'm depending on you to lead me. I'm depending on you, Lord Jesus, to to, Lord, I'm gonna do what I can do, but Lord, I'm depending on you to do what I cannot do. It takes a big man, a big woman, big person to say, Lord, I need you. You're my shepherd. But when we humble ourselves and allow God to be shepherd and lead of our lives, we find provision, calm safety. We find purpose. He leads us into paths of righteousness for his name's sake. The path of righteousness, the end of that path of righteousness that Jesus wants to lead us to, the final destination is eternal life in him. It's not a one-time experience. It's not a one-time service you know, it's not a one-time prayer. It's it's a daily decision to follow after God, a daily decision to pray and to seek his face, a daily decision to say, Lord, I, I, I see this Bible here and I've never read it before. and Maybe it's collecting dust and I don't even know where to begin, but Lord, I'm going to start somewhere. And I'm going to trust that as I seek you, as I follow you, you're going to lead me. And you're going to teach me. You're going to lead me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. And here's here's what follows that. When I follow Jesus as my shepherd through paths of righteousness, even if I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, if I walk amid coronavirus, if I walk amid, and I'm and I'm saying when I say that, I'm saying to be wise. I'm saying to take precautions, but I'm saying in the mindset and the the tone that's in our world today of fear and anxiety and panic that you and I, as we make Jesus our shepherd today, and we follow and stay close unto him, keeping our eyes on him and letting him lead us in the path path of righteousness, we can walk through the valley of the shadow of death and fear no evil. Can you feel fear leaving right now? The Bible says that his love casts out all fear. We can walk through the valley with Jesus and fear no evil for he's with me. His rod and staff, they comfort me. He prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. I I wanna say this. That as that table that God prepares, you got to understand in the valley. If you've ever, I'm a fan of National Geographic and watching wildlife and I love nature and things like that. And if you look at animals like the sheep, the deer, the, the antelope and so on, they're so skittish. You know, they, they can barely eat the grass without turning their head and they're looking around. They can, they can barely drink water for fear of the predators that may attack them. And no doubt, if you've looked at any, you know, uh, 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 of these documentaries of wildlife at all, typically prey and predator meet in the valley. That's where they meet. That's where they show up. That's where it's level ground. And here David is saying that with the Lord as my shepherd, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I can fear no evil, for God is with me. His rod and staff, they comfort me. The Lord wants to comfort you and I today. The Lord wants his peace, amen, to be all that we are connected to today. He wants us to have that tunnel vision on him as our shepherd and understand that although there are wolves and lions of fear, anxiety, panic, uncertainty, that he is our shepherd. And yea, though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we don't have to fear any evil for God is with us. His rod, that's correction. His staff, that's that's his leading. They comfort us. God wants to comfort you today and comfort me. Jesus refers to his spirit as the comforter. You know, Jesus in the Beatitudes of Matthew 5, he says, blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. If we read that in first glance, we could think, oh, that's someone mourning of somebody who passed away. They're missing a loved one, that kind of mourning. But no, what Jesus was referring to in that verse in Matthew, he said, blessed are they that mourn for their sins. Blessed are they who repent and turn from their sins. Blessed are they who turn from sin to righteousness. Blessed are they who walk and follow me in paths of righteousness, for they shall be comforted. It's God's promise to comfort. It's God's promise to heal and to help today. How do we follow Jesus in that path of righteousness? What is the path? We know the destination is heaven, but what's the path? What is that path? The path of righteousness that heaven rejoices the path of righteousness, amen, that brings provision and peace is this. Repent. Jesus says it in Acts, or Peter says it. He echoes what Jesus said. Jesus tells us that we must be born again in John 3 5. We must be born again of water and of spirit, amen, or anyone. Unless we do, we cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Amen. To be born again is to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. Amen. To be born again of the Spirit is is to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. It's a promise. Jesus refers to his Spirit as the comforter. It's the peace. Amen. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. And that path leads to what Peter said in Acts 2, verse 38, when he said, repent, turn from your sin. Repentance is more than just saying, I'm sorry. It's a decision to say, I'm turning from my will and I'm turning to God's will. Repent, be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, every one of you, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. I want to encourage someone. We're going to take a moment to pray here today. And if you have questions about what you've been hearing, amen, I I invite you to text, amen, or or to, to type a message in. Amen. We have people responding online on Facebook Live. We have people responding on our our, uh, website here today. Amen. If you're needing a Bible study, you're needing understanding about the word of God. Amen. God wants to reach you and bring you hope. Repentance leads to righteousness and righteousness leads to hope for our house. You want to change the environment of your life? Seek. I want to, I want to just talk about this last verse here today that Jesus said in Matthew 6, verse 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. There's people worrying about all sorts of things in the world today. They're worrying about their clothing, where their next meal is going to come from, a roof over their head, et cetera. They're worrying about health, the remedy for fear, anxiety, the remedy for depression and hopelessness. Hear me. Watch God work as we follow his word. Here's the remedy. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added unto you. Would you pray with me here today? We're gonna take some time to pray. And I want you to just hang on here because we're going to touch the presence of the Lord. You know, we have... This service today is is so different. It is so unorthodox than what we're used to. We're used to meeting in a physical building. We are are used to uh, going through our routine and calling it a day and checking all the boxes and so on. But God wants to do something here today. God, you know, I, I believe part of this and what we're dealing with today, and us having this webcast, is is that Jesus wants so bad to break our tradition because the power is in His presence today. And if we'll just turn our hearts open unto God, we're going to see Him move in our lives in a powerful way. So this is what I'm going to ask all of us to do wherever you are today, Amen. I'm going to ask us to turn our living room into a prayer room. We're going to turn our living room or wherever you are, turn your car, wherever you're watching this, wherever you're watching this right now, turn it into a time of prayer. And we're going to do more than just, and just pray a recited prayer, but we're going to pray a prayer that touches God and changes us. Amen. And so this is what I'm going to ask. We're going to pray. And I'm going to ask that you pray not until you've you've said your routine prayer but pray until you begin to feel the presence of god and pray until you begin to feel his peace moving into your life amen and and that peace is going to draw us to him so can we do that we're going to pray a prayer of repentance today starting with right here uh, you know even though i'm a pastor i i we never graduate from repentance in our lives and so daily i have to find a place of repentance Amen. And reach for God. So why don't you close your eyes wherever you are? can you just lift your hands and, and let's pray and let's talk to the Lord together. Lord Jesus, we come before you right now. I come before you right now to repent of my sins. Lord, I ask you, Lord, today, Lord, to forgive me, Lord Jesus. Lord God, forgive me, Lord, for all the times I trusted myself more than I trusted you, Lord. Lord, forgive me for all the times, Lord God, that, that Lord, I had a wrong attitude, Lord. Forgive me, Lord Jesus. I ask you for the things that I've said wrong, the things that I've done wrong, Lord Jesus. Lord God, you have such a beautiful plan for my life. You have such a beautiful purpose for my life and for the lives of those under the sound of my voice today. Lord God, sometimes, Lord God, we have this tendency, Lord, to lean on our own understanding. Lord, sometimes we have this tendency, oh God, to trust in ourselves, Lord God, and to have no regard for you, Lord. Lord God, I we ask you to forgive us today. Lord Jesus, you you said in your word today, Lord God, that that, that, Lord, all those who forget you, Lord Jesus, uh, their hope will perish, Lord. Uh, Lord, we don't want our hope to die, Lord. And so we turn back to you. Lord God, we turn to righteousness, Lord. Uh, I turn to seeking you first. Uh, I turn to worshiping you, Lord. Uh, And Lord, asking you today to lead me, guide me, order my steps, direct my path, Lord. Lord God, I don't want to make a day without you. I don't want to live a day without you, Lord. The Lord in your righteousness, there's peace in your righteousness, there's joy. Lord, in your righteousness, there's purpose today. Lord, you have a table of hope prepared for me, Lord, but it's through righteousness, Lord. Lord, there's hope for my home today, God, but Lord, it says I seek you first, and I seek your righteousness today. Lord, (coughs) today I'm committing myself to, Lord, give you more attention, Lord. You've arrested our attention today. You've arrested our society today. Lord God, I'm moving out all the distractions, Lord. Lord God, I'm unplugging, Lord, and I'm tuning into your voice. I'm tuning into your word, Lord God. For, Lord, there's a word you have for me that's going to bring hope to my life. There's a word that you have for me that's going to give me a future today, Lord Jesus. Lord, I worship you today. Come on, that's it. Just lift your hands wherever you are. Lord, I worship you, Lord. Lord, I worship you. I'm coming back to you, Lord. Lord, I'm rededicating my heart to you today. Lord, in the name of Jesus, fill me with your spirit today. In the name of Jesus Christ, hallelujah. You know, I want to encourage someone today that as you're praying, amen, Amen. We see throughout the scripture in the Old and the New Testament, God promised that he was going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh. Amen. Jesus tells us that the spirit is the comforter. Jesus tells us that his spirit is going to lead us and guide us into all truth. Amen. How much do we need that today? Jesus, amen, tells us that there's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Amen. All we have to do to receive his spirit, amen, is just begin to lift our hands and worship him. Amen. Just wherever you are, if there's people around you, I want to encourage you to block out and and center your focus. Amen. On Jesus, block out everyone's opinion, block out, no matter what, just turn your attention to Jesus. And this peace is going to fill your life and just begin to tell them, I love you, Jesus. I worship you, Jesus, Lord. I need more of you in my life, Jesus. Forgive me of my sins, Lord Jesus, Lord. I'm I receive your mercy. I receive your kindness. I feel you reaching for me right now, Lord Jesus. I'm I'm giving myself to you, Lord, to follow you, to trust you, to love you, Lord. Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, Hallelujah, Lord. I feel your presence, Hallelujah. I gave you thanks for your presence I give you thanks for your presence your presence there's fullness of joy hallelujah as the spirit pours out the Bible says you're going to speak with new tongues hallelujah it's that that is the evidence amen that God's peace is ruling in our life it's the biblical evidence amen that we've yielded our our weak flesh and we've yielded to the hope of God's spirit today just let's continue to praise him Lord we worship you. We honor you. We celebrate you. We draw near to you today. Hallelujah. Oh, we bless your name. Oh, there's no one like you, Jesus. Oh, we're going to continue to pray. I'm going to sing a song. And as as I sing, I want to invite you to continue to pray and continue to invite the presence of the Lord where you are. Amen. What I've learned about prayer is this. uh, Amen. The longer I pray, the more power of God I feel in prayer. Amen. The more I pray, amen, the more space I give God to demonstrate his power and peace in my life today. Let's just continue to worship him and pray today.